This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Happy New Year to you. Well, 2023. (laughs) Goodness me. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Anyway, we will cope. We will, at some point, no doubt, write the wrong year. used to hate that when I went back to school and we had to start putting things and dates onto things. And uh, I just got very confused, always in January. I'm craving normal. I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm craving some normal. I, I like the special. Don't get me wrong. I like the special and and holiday season and things, but, but not so much the tinsel and the the dislocation. I feel <laughs> because every day becomes something else, something other than it normally is. And I still feel the need to finish off those chocolates and all those other sweet things that are around. Generally, oh goodness. And I'm helping. I, that's why I do it. It's because I'm helping. I'm helping to clear the decks, clear the the things that need to be finished off. <laughs> that's what I tell myself. Oh, I think I'm fooling myself, don't you? Oh, dear, dear, dear. Anyway, so this week, aha, still not normal. <laughs> it's still not quite right because we just after New Year and we're going in to getting back into some kind of rhythm. But I haven't got a clue which day of the week it is. It doesn't feel... Okay, I know what day of the week it is. Don't, you know, that's okay. I do know what day of the week it is because I've looked at my calendar and I've looked at my... My phone keeps telling me. I look at it and it tells me the time and the the date and the day. So I know what day of the week it is, but it doesn't feel like that. What does it... what, What date does... What day of the week does it feel like to you? Okay, so don't go by your feelings. <laughs> They'll settle down. They'll catch up. Or get back into sync. I think that's what it is, getting back into sync. So the routine is starting to return, but I've noticed that that 30-minute lie-in, occasional sort of special treat through <laughs> through the holiday f- period, 30-minute lie-in, uh, well, it meant that it was getting lighter by the time I actually did get up, drew back the curtains. But 7am, it's really quite dark still here in the UK. For this time of year. But it will change. A couple of minutes a day. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I've got a new head torch. Yep. It's a great one with LEDs and it's very clever stuff. It's wrap around. It's, it's really amazing. And it's got a little, little thing <laughs> that allows you to wave your hand at the side of your head and it turns it on and off. Isn't that amazing? But I've also noticed that sometimes if I move <laughs> anywhere... <laughs> where the sensor can pick it up. The light goes on and off when I wasn't expecting it to. Uh, I'll get used to it, I'm sure. So it's very bright, LED one. Uh, Rechargeable, USB recharging. That's amazing, isn't it? Anyway, so that's going to help, I think, for some of the, when you get caught out and are out doing the feeding later in the afternoon when it's darker. Mornings, not so much, but anyway, it's there as a possibility. But (laughs) the alpacas didn't think much of it. I, I popped down to the stable to... Uh, what did I do? Turn the lights off? or do? I went to something and it was later on in the evening after feeding time, but it was quite a bit later on. 
And the alpacas weren't quite sure what this bright thing was that was floating down the field. And so they got all these alarm cries kicking off because they didn't recognize me. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, we want something that's going to do everything, don't we? Uh, all these things, we wanted to be able to do everything that we wanted to do. And sometimes we get away with it. Sometimes we, we find those, those gem things, whatever they are, whether it's a head torch or something else or a shovel even. Or a pair of gloves. So we can dream. Get something that's going to do everything. Meanwhile, what we have is already outstanding. Have you noticed? I, actually, what we've got is great most of the time. And it will serve us really well, especially if we use some creativity and ingenuity to make the best of them. So what we've got is enough. We don't need a load of more stuff, do we? Nia is in her coat, too. Now, so we've got Hermione and Nia, the two of them in their red, I was going to say little red coats. These are big red coats. And they're visible now wherever they are, mostly. And occasionally, the other day they disappeared again. Do you know, I, where, where can they possibly have gone? Where can they be that I can't see them? They're not over there. I, I'm staring into the, into the woodland area. I know there's a path there. And I, there's so many of them. You're going to see one either end somewhere. And then they appear at the other end. They kind of come around the corner and then they appear. And you're going to see one. There's always always one. There's enough of them. There's always one sort of lagging behind or or the front of the others. Nothing. Couldn't see a thing. And it was only later that uh, I noticed, oh, oh, I can see a red coat. And this is right off, all the way down the, the valley. I can see it right, right down the far end. And they were on the terraces. So they don't take themselves down that way. And uh, we were trying to feed them. And we couldn't find them. So we had to wait. And they came back eventually, and then we fed them late in the morning. And they were very hungry. I don't think it was because they came for their breakfast late. They were hungry, more hungry than normal. But they managed to write. So now we've got these two red coats, and Nia's doing well. She she was a bit off day before, and it was what was it? She wasn't. She was sat down. Just you get a vibe from a distance. I saw, I saw her as I pulled back the curtains. There she was, and I thought, oh, she just was slightly apart from the others. All those kind of signs that you you pick up on and you worry about. She was just the way she was sitting. She was just slightly sat over on one end slightly, uh, and her back end was just slightly turned over rather than cushed normally. Um, she'd been sleeping a bit. There was a wind coming from. The right direction, she was just protecting herself. So that maybe that's all that was. But when I put the food out for the other, she didn't come. She did eventually, but she was slow and she and then she saw me coming around the corner. She she went and instead of coming round to the stable, she went down the slope and away to the field on the other side away. Uh no, I didn't like that. So I looked looped around and, and brought her back up into the stable. And she went up with the others and mm, she went off and sat over by the fence again, away from the food, away from the others, no food. Oh, don't like this, don't like this. So I went and fetched a coat and I thought, I've closed the gates now and I, I've jigged things so that if she moves away from me, I can send her down into the stable area and I can get her inside and, and put the coat on. And she just sat there and I took the coat over and I put the coat over her and she sat. She still sat there. <laughs> no, of course, she still sat down and I've got to get the straps underneath to, to fix the Velcro. So that she didn't like that very much when I was put, shoving my hand under, underneath and uh, she's a bit, she's a bit heavy. She she sometimes they do that. They make themselves incredibly heavy, 
uh, they're always kind of, I don't know how they do it. Children do it as well, I guess, thinking about it. And, and dogs thinking about it. Yes, okay. I've no idea how it works, but yes, people can make themselves heavier and alpacas can, for sure. So I managed to get the, the straps under, managed to get it fixed on, and she was okay. But then she she picked up and, and moved with the others, and I kept an eye on her because great thing about having a red coat. And later on, she was settled and then she wasn't and she moved and then she but she stayed with the group which was really good i was just a little bit concerned kept checking on her and then she became by the time we did the feeding later on um she was having a bit of food and starting to improve so the next day she was a lot brighter and was there by my side as i'm putting the food out in the troughs which is so nice do do, do you find that I found it's really nice when when one of the alpacas has been off their food. I think it's really nice. I really like it when they're keen for their food. It's always a good sign. That is a good sign. If they're not right, then usually they don't want to eat. Well, I guess we're the same. So that was good. We had a really mucky eye. I don't know what was going on, but it was cleared within 24 hours. It kind of all cleared up. It was a lot of sort of mucky, almost pussy sort of stuff. Yeah, messy. But uh, we didn't have to do anything specific because it had cleared itself by the next day. Uh, so I don't know whether she got something in her eye. It was part of the same thing. I don't know. But she's now perky. And I'm very pleased to say she's continued to be doing really well. That's good. So this morning I had a letter. No, I didn't. I had an email, but it was like a letter. It was a, it's a long one. So a quick shout out to Monica V. Oh, thank you so much. You made my day telling me your story of how you used to work in New York and for a time you've been thinking about alpacas for quite some time and now you're able to to move in that direction. You've got some land and you've got some alpacas but not arrived on the land yet, but that'll be later in the uh, uh, sort of March sort of time, which is really exciting. That's so good. And uh, I loved I loved the bit you, you talked about where you were, you were kind of listening uh, on the subway and to various things, to music and things, but also podcasts. And you pick, you found the Alpaca Tribe podcast, and that's uh, was so encouraging for me. Thank you for sharing it. And I'll hope to link up with you. And you said you're going to let me know later on how things are going. So that would be really good. I'd love to hear from you again. And we shall catch that up. And there's a few others that I'd like to talk to. You know who you are. And if you don't, <laughs> there will be an email in your inbox very soon. So we'll set up some more interviews for this year and we'll uh, see how things are going with various people. We touch base again with those some of the guests we had from last year and some new ones as well. I have plans. I do. But meanwhile, it's kind of a, an in-between time still, even though <laughs> we're after the holidays and people are probably back into work mode. So I hope you have a good week, that you find ways to... Uh, Kind of take the energy, the, the recharging that you got from the holiday time, and not not the, the exhaustion. Uh, so yeah, may you have a good start to the year. Hope the weather is kind to you wherever you are. I can see there's some bad weather coming back here-ish. Warm in warm in Europe. Europe's really warm, like ten degrees plus over what it should be. Um, we're kind of in between, and we're going colder by the end of the week. And then there's some other threats to have dropped down in the temperature again and some uh, snow and all that kind of stuff for the US. So, um, yeah, take care. 
Take care of your animals. If you can, spend some time with your alpacas. And hope to see you again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.